Okay, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Three Points with Carroll College Basketball. I'm joined again by head coach Ryan Lundgren. Coach, how are you feeling today? Doing good. You know, we've had a really good week of practice. Uh, had one this morning. So, you know, uh, just coming back from the Dickinson trip, there's a lot of things we need to work on to get better. And uh, I really feel like this week uh, we've had four tremendous practices and we've been able to take a step forward. So hopefully that translates and we can see some of that uh, measurable progress this week uh, as we head into another tough game against Sagu on Thursday. Yeah, and you hit on obviously what always our first point is uh, the past games. You went out a long, fun bus trip, I'm sure, to North Dakota and took on two teams. First, we'll start with uh, Mayville State, a game uh, at uh, super competitive games both times, but um, obviously fell short there, I guess. What did you see from the team in that one? Well, you know, we didn't get out to a great start in either game, and that really hurt us because, you know, the way we want to play is we want to uh, utilize our size and be able to throw the ball inside. and. When you get down 15 or 18 points, um, you, you kind of have to speed the tempo of the game up a little bit. So, um, you know, Mayville came out and kind of hit us in the mouth early. Um, I didn't realize this at the time, but, you know, they've won 31 of their last 36 games. Um, they made a national tournament last year. I mean, they're, they're the favorite to win that league, them and Dickinson. And they're a very good team, well coached, um, spread the floor. Kind of a mismatch problem for us because their five is about 6'6", six, six, and he pick and pops. and you know, R5 is seven foot and likes to stay inside, so it kind of put us in rotations and Zane couldn't play as much. But, you know, we I commend our guys down 17 at half or whatever it was and came back, cut it to three, had some opportunities, but just uh, Mayville, you know, again, credit to them, and, and they responded to every run that we made. And, and uh, you know, ultimately I think we ended up losing by eight or ten points, but just didn't get off to a good enough start in that first game. Yeah, definitely. It's never fun to play from behind, but obviously, uh, as we're seeing, still a really tough non-conference schedule for your team, and obviously, it's not going to hurt you in the long run to play such good teams. And one player I wanted to ask you about is James Lang. He, in that game, had a really good game against Mayville State, and he, uh, he's a redshirt sophomore, but this year, kind of new career high in scoring just easily. I guess, what have you seen from him? He's a guy who's kind of made his way in the starting rotation, too. Well, first off, James is a—he's a tough kid. He's an ultimate competitor, um, and he's—he's he's a winner. You know, he just does so many little things that, uh, you know, as a coach, you find those guys that you feel comfortable with them being on the floor, and he's one of those guys. Uh, when he's not on the floor, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm trying to find ways to get him back in the game because he just does everything that contributes to winning. You know, and he's one of our best three-point shooters. And you know, Mayville zoned us. They were the first team this year to zone us. Uh, and that really was a big reason we started slow. We scored, I think, eight points in the first 12 minutes of that game because we were just out of rhythm. Uh, but once we settled in, and the James was a big reason for that, him and Trent Rogers both, they knocked down a few threes and got us back into the game. And, uh, you know, we just we, we continued to battle. And, and their ability to shoot the three really helped us. And, and we cut that halftime deficit way down. We were looking like we were going to go into halftime down 18. And I think we were just down a few points. Uh, and, you know, they opened it back up. But, but James did, was a big piece of that and shot the ball really well. And uh, moving on to the second game you guys played out there in North Dakota was against Dickinson State. I know a team that came here and played and beat Montana Tech, conference preseason favorites, a really good team. Obviously, as you said, similar script. They kind of started out super hot, and your team was able to battle back, but a high-scoring game eventually fell in. I guess just what did you see from your guys in that one? Well, again, you know, disappointing that I, I thought we would respond a little bit better the second night after the way Mayville kind of handled us at times. Um, but again, you know, uh, 
Dickinson shot 67% in the first half, and that's that's the second game that, you know, you look back to our Arizona Christian game, they they buried us by 20 at halftime, um, and they shot 78% in the first half. So it's the second game we've kind of allowed a team to really uh, stretch it out like that, and that's, you know, part of it is them being at home and shooting the ball well, but another part of it is our defense has to get better, you know, and I think we've done a tremendous job this fall of really focusing on our zone defense, and we've gotten very good at it, but uh, you know, at the expense of working on our man defense. And so I think you saw some of that this weekend. Our man defense is not where it needs to be, and that's been a huge focus this week, and, and I think we're going to take a big step. But yeah, I mean, we had our chances in that Dickinson game late. I mean, we had multiple opportunities at a one-possession game. A couple of calls just did not go our way. Um, a couple of shots that normally fall didn't fall. And, uh, you know, it's just how it happens on the road. And we kind of knew going into this it was going to be a up-and-down non-conference because, um, you know, we have the fourth, according to the Massey ratings, which is a national uh, rating system, uh, and very accurate analytical data that they use. We're, we're the fourth toughest uh, uh, schedule in the country in NAIA. So, I mean, it's we're being challenged every night. And ultimately, it's like I told the guys, we're, we're trying to play our best basketball in February and March. We all want to win now, but I really feel this team has the pieces. We just have to get better in certain areas to, to give us the best chance in the postseason. For sure, and you know, I don't even know if you need to look at a Massey rating or something. You just look at your schedule. No, it's a really tough non-conference schedule, whether it be just how good the teams you're playing are, and, but also, I guess, really just the the uh, the rankings around the country and the records and where you're playing to. Obviously, it's some tough trips, North Dakota. Yep. Um, you're, be, you're not done yet, but – Next, we're looking forward uh, into the future, not just future games, but for point two, we're also just going to, what, what do you want to do with your team? And obviously, you got first things first, I guess, that long bus ride there and back. What did you do on the bus ride the whole time? Did you? Well, the nice thing about the bus rides is it just kind of gives our guy, you know, flying's great, but you also have to connect and wait and probably get delayed. And bus, you kind of just get in and guys can stretch out and just kind of sleep and relax and uh, you know, we have obviously a 50-person bus all to ourselves. Our travel party was, I think, 17 on that trip. So everybody had a lot of room. Weather was great. Roads were great. Uh, we were able to kind of take our time and get there. And we left really early, um, got in practice that night. But, you know, it's like you said. I mean, um, not only are we playing good teams, but we're playing them on the road. And uh, it's a whole different ball game when we're, you know, here at Carroll you got to see a couple weekends ago. Uh, what this team's capable of, especially when we're at home. It's just, it's it's the same way if, if Dickinson had, had come here, you know, it could have been a different script. But when they're at home and they got their fans and they're comfortable, they're sleeping in their own beds, It's uh, there's a reason that the home road uh, win-loss splits are, are so drastic at every sport at every level, you know. So, um, but the trip overall was great. I think the road games ultimately will help us um, in conference play, but but yeah, it's it's challenging to win on the road, especially against two really good teams. I mean, you talked about Dickinson; they went into Butte and won by double digits. They they had Rocky beat at home, uh, lost in overtime, um, beat Providence. So I mean, they're you know they're if if they were in our conference, they'd be competing in the top half for sure. So it's it, it was a good trip for us overall, even though we didn't get a win. It was a good way to challenge us for sure. Definitely, and also road trips can also help you for stuff like the conference tournament, which is at a neutral site where every team is kind of playing on the road in a way. Um, and then moving on, though, you do get a home game. You talked about how important it is to have home games. Uh, a week from now, you're going to play Segu American Indian College, a school from down there in uh, Arizona. They uh, 
they played a D1 team in NAU and almost beat them, a really good team. They've played some other really tough opponents. So I guess just what do you see from that team? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a challenging game. They're long, they're athletic, they like to play fast. Um, they are, you know, you hit it on the head. They, they went to Flagstaff and, and lost to NAU by four. Um, they went to William and Jessup, who's a Division II NCAA D2 school, and beat them by 15. Um, and they beat some good NAIA teams too. So um, I think sometimes people see SAGU and they think it's one of those, uh, you know, kind of gimme type games or whatever, but it's not at all. Uh, it's going to be a very challenging game. And it's exactly what we need, a challenging game at home to kind of get our confidence back and, and kind of get back to the basics that we've done this week. And really what my message to the guys has been is it's it's about us. You know, ultimately, yes, we're going to put a scouting report together. Coach Hobbs has done a great job getting everything ready for this opponent like he always does, and Coach Patton as well. But um, it's really about us and uh, how can we defend better? How can we rebound a little bit better? How can we execute a little better? Um, we got to step up and make free throws. You know, we... Uh, this weekend we actually improved overall, but we're still at 69% from the free throw line, which, you know, I told the guys shooting in the 60s versus shooting in the mid to high 70s from the free throw line is the difference between winning 20 games and winning 13 games. Because um, I think the Frontier Conference games are going to be that tight, you know. So we have to get better in that area, and I think this is a great opportunity for us to focus on what we need to improve on and, um, and be able to do it against a quality opponent at home. Yeah, and you kind of hit on with, with the free throws there, obviously, but also such a physical conference in the frontier. Free, free throws can really matter in a lot of games. But um, what are some things, because you do have that kind of space now, kind of weird parts of the season where you kind of have a, kind of a week plus between games. Um, that, what are some things, obviously, you hit on free throw shooting that you, you would like to see this team maybe change in between now and, I guess, uh, your team changing now in the Seiku game? Yeah, I think, you know, toughness and man-to-man -man defense, we have to be better. Um, I, I kind of opened with that, but just our zone defense has really improved. Our rebound margin is, I think, tops in the league or second in the league. We're rebounding pretty well. We can still improve in that area, but um, we just have to get a little bit tougher, and we have to get out to better starts. And I think a lot of it starts with our defense because our ability to get stops in the half court will ultimately dictate our ability to go down and execute at the other end or get out and transition and get easy baskets. And so... Um, like I said, you know, this week we have had some of the most competitive practices we've had all year, um, and they've been terrific. The guys have enjoyed it. Uh, it's been intense. Guys have been pushed. Um, but we've ultimately just really got back to the basics and just guarding the ball one-on-one, -on -one, being in the gaps, hitting on your blockouts, contesting every shot, just basic man-to-man -man principles, and that's, that's really where we need to make a big jump. Yeah, and man, as a basketball player, nothing quite like an early morning, tough, defensive mind in practice. I think that, that really makes good basketball players, I feel like. Uh, that's my opinion. We've had a lot of early morning practices, so next semester we will not. That'll be nice. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the guys yeah. will be excited yeah, about that. they but will. For now, they got to lock in. Um, and into our final question, uh, you know, always a great one. Um, yeah. So let's say uh, the Saints are all on a camping trip, okay, and there's a, a bear comes into the camp, and you need one of your players or maybe assistant coaches or maybe you, someone needs to wrestle the bear. Uh, who, or maybe you can get a few different guys out there, if, depending on the size of the bear, of course. Who, who, who do you want to wrestle the bear on the Saints? Well, I would say uh, Marat, uh, just from a sheer size and how physical he is, uh, he would probably stand the best chance against a bear. 
but I would say, you know, if I had to pick someone that'd be like sneaky and, and find a, a way to be scrappy with the bear, even though he's undersized, I'd, James Lang would be my pick. Uh, I talked about him earlier. He's tough. He does all the winning things, and uh, he'd, be, he'd be outsized and outmatched, but he normally is on a night-to-night -night basis, and he finds a way to get it done. So uh, I don't think the bear would stand a chance against either of those two. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. James, a, a true glue guy there, and Murat, yeah, Murat definitely could hold his own against a bear. And that's all I have for today, Coach. Uh, thanks for joining me, and I'll talk to you again in uh, two weeks. Yeah, appreciate it, Jack. Thanks, man.